Welcome to this message by Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo. Bishop Edwin Ogo is a seasoned minister of the Word of God whose messages on Christian living, church building, and the work of the ministry are a great inspiration to ministers all over the world. He pastors the Mackinac Cathedral in Oyibi, where he ministers powerfully in various services, transforming lives and raising zealous church workers. You will experience the transformational force and power of God's word as he ministers passionately to you today. Be blessed as you listen. Hallelujah. Happy Father's Day to all the fathers in the house. <laughs> My song is for the fathers in the house. Hallelujah. Romans chapter 8 verse 5 says that he is not giving us the spirit of bondage. Yeah. For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh but those Fifteen, fifteen, not five, fifteen. Romans eight, fifteen. For you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you received the spirit of adoption by whom we call we cry, Abba Father. Maybe your experience of a father it's nothing to write home about, but I introduce to you the father of all fathers. He will love you, he's closer than the ground. Your feet is treading on. It's closer to the skin on your bones. Amen. Closer than 
Oh. Uh-huh. 
is calling you today. He knows every fiber in the veins. Ladies and gentlemen, tonight, I said, ladies and gentlemen, tonight, I'm happy to announce to you that your teacher is in the house, your pastor is in the house, the gift of God to you is in the house, the word of God is about to come your way. Proverbs five describes what happens to people who ignore their teachers how they mourn and they come to destruction but I'm happy that tonight you have joined those who listen to their teachers and because they listen to their teachers they flourish ladies and gentlemen tonight if you are ready I said tonight if you are ready I want you to clap your hands as a sign of excitement you can make some you can even jump around if you want Let's welcome our father, our pastor, our teacher, the bishop, Edwin Morgan. Oh, go, come on, make some noise, Makana Cathedral. blessing to be in the house of God tonight and I want to wish all fathers a happy father's day biological fathers spiritual fathers fathers in Christ Fathers in the ministry, fathers in law, and let's clap our hands for the dancing stars, for the choir, and for yourselves, for the beautiful blessing of God's presence that came with you into the house of God. Clap your hands once again. And for those three amazing children who came to also join us to celebrate fathers, let's clap our hands for them. I believe that God has a great plan for every male here. Every male here. 
His plan is to make you a father of many children, many nations, many homes, many destinies, many lives. And I pray that you will live to fulfill God's plan for your life and not be available to be used by the enemy. May you be a father. May many call you father. May they enjoy your care and love, provision, support, and every blessing that comes. Clap your hands once again. It's exciting to be with you. And I want to ask you to bow your heads with me as we pray. Mighty Jesus, what a beautiful blessing to be in your presence. Such an amazing atmosphere. Today, as we enjoy sweet fellowship together, we pray that your word which comes to us will refresh us, will strengthen us, will increase us, and will establish us. Thank you for every great blessing. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You may please be seated. And uh, today, do you come to church with your Bibles? Do you? Can you lift your Bible? Let me see. Or it's your phone. Sorry, can I see your Bible, your tablet, your Bible? Can I see? Beautiful, beautiful. Come to church with your Bible. It's very important. It's very important. And God is going to bless you. Amen. Amen. Now, today I am continuing to preach on flow in the anointing. And which also means that you must always be closely associated with the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. We are believers because of the Holy Spirit. He comes into our hearts. Even the desire to give your life to Christ is a desire that is birthed by the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. And so if you are a believer who has received Jesus Christ, it is very important for you to be aware, to be aware that your relationship with Jesus cannot happen outside the Holy Spirit. If you don't take the time to be very close to the Holy Spirit, your relationship with Jesus will not be a real relationship. So anyone who calls himself a believer, a Christian, must understand that there is an anointing you need to flow in. And that is 
there is a Holy Spirit you need to be actively relating with. And that is what we mean by flowing in the anointing. The anointing is the Holy Spirit. Amen. There are many things that make you who you are as a believer. One of them is the God you believe in. Not everybody believes in God. So believing in God is a major pillar in your life as a believer. God. You believe in God. And then you must also believe that he sent his son to die for you. To be your savior and lord and master. And that son is called Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. So if you are a believer, it means that you believe in God and you have also received Jesus Christ into your life. That's what it means. Now, if you have also received Jesus Christ into your life, you need to know that you must also have a relationship with the Holy Spirit. That is what we call the Trinity. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. You can't call yourself a believer with only God in your life. Neither can you call yourself a believer with only Jesus in your life. You must have a relationship with Jesus Christ, with God, and then the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. It is the Holy Spirit we call the anointing. The anointing. The anointing is not something for only pastors and prophets and miracle workers. That we say, oh, that man is anointed. That pastor is anointed. You as an ordinary believer must also be anointed. Psalm 23 says, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Psalm 23 is not for pastors and bishops it's for the ordinary believer but as you go on and on you will see either verse 5 or 6 of Psalm 23 it says you prepare a table before me you know because we are all used to the King James the old King James let's go back to the old King James and use the thou <laughs> it, it brings a feeling at least for Psalm 23 that thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. So a believer must have the anointing of God. This is a, an ordinary Christian, an ordinary believer. Your head must be anointed with oil. And all these are symbols if you say, thou preparest a table before me, he's not talking about a physical table. 
Otherwise, we should be going to work with a table in front of us. You should be in a classroom with a table in front of you. You should be sleeping in front of a table. Because that table is supposed to be a part of your life. Hallelujah. But that table is the life with all the blessings and all the things God has provided for your life constitute the table. In the same way, thou anointest my head with oil does not mean that there must be physical oil poured on your head all the time. You can't do that. You can't go for an interview with oil on your head. Once a while in church, we anoint ourselves with oil. But you can't do many things with oil on your head. It also stands for something that is like the oil. And one of these days, I'm going to teach about flowing in the oil of the anointing. The oil. The oil. But that oil is the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Anyone who is interested in the Lord, anyone who is interested in working with Jesus, must understand that you need the Holy Spirit. He himself said, it is to your advantage that I go. Because if I do not go, the helper, John 16, will not come. But if I depart... I will send him the Jesus you believe in. Jesus, your savior, is the one talking. You know how I, I wish there will be an upgrade of these Bibles so that the words of Jesus will be read. Like the color red, like we see in our Bibles. So you see that, oh, this one. So if you are reading something in the book of Revelations, because Jesus is also speaking there. So oh, this, these are the words of Jesus. Yes. So I wish this wasn't white. Now that I'm asking them to also color everything red, that we can't paint us in the church. But I, I wish this was red, because this is Jesus speaking. Jesus that you believe in is saying that he needs to go so that your real helper who is the Holy Spirit will come. Many Christians today are not living their lives with the Holy Spirit. So they are not spiritual. If you read Paul's letters to the church in Corinth, 1 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians, Romans, you see him making references to Christians who are very unspiritual. Unspiritual. He's a believer. But the spiritual part is not there because he is not in a relationship with the Holy Spirit. You can be a born again Christian who is unspiritual. You can be. The fact that you are a Christian does not mean you are spiritual. There are two types of Christians. Spiritual Christians and carnal Christians. 
So in the book of Romans, for instance, if you go to chapter 8, he keeps talking about these two types. And we have them here. We have them in the next church. We have them in town. People who say they are Christians. Romans chapter 8, verse 6. It's one of them. For to be carnally minded is death. To be spiritually minded is life and peace. The carnal mind is enmity against God. Verse 8. Go on. For they that, for they that are after the flesh. Verse 5. They that are after the flesh. Do mind the things of the flesh. But they that are after the spirit. The things of the spirit. So they are Christians like we have all gathered here and there are some whose minds are only on fleshly things. As he is in the church, he has, he has finished eating a lot of pornography. He has not read his Bible. His mind is on money. His mind is on food he's going to eat. His mind is on, is on where he's going to stay. Where he's going to sleep. His mind is on what he's going to wear tomorrow. His mind is on which team he's going to win. The team he is betting on. It's like he is sitting in the church, but his mind, he minds the things of the flesh. And there are some who also mind the things of the spirit. 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 spiritual. Their minds are on the Holy Spirit. I want to welcome you to church, to the kingdom of God, but you can't just be in it. Just not minding spiritual things. Because life is not only shirt and shoe and car and house and microphone and phone and... uh, No. There's more to life than the house you came out of. You must have a spiritual house. There's more to life than the physical shoe you are wearing. There are also spiritual shoes. There's more to life than the rice and seal you ate this afternoon. Or the kinky and fish you cleared. There's also spiritual food. So when all your life is about the flesh. You can't walk with God. Oh, and I forgot to tell you, it's very expensive to be a carnal Christian. The next verse, which is what I read initially, verse 6. To be a carnal person, to, to be a Christian whose mind is only on carnal things, betting, having sex, fornicating, fooling around, drinking, partying. Wearing clothes, nice clothes, nice shoes, moving about, making friends. To be a Christian who is carnal is expensive because you will pay a price of death. And that death is not only dying and entering a coffin. You will die. Your soul will die. 
the great blessings will die. If you are carnal, your marriage can die out of carnality. You can be sacked from your office by being carnal. Some three unbelievers who are stealing paint, paint in the in the shop. You've gone to join them because you are you are a carnal Christian who doesn't have a problem with stealing. There are carnal Christians who don't have a problem with having sex with somebody they're not married to. It's not a problem. With, I have no problem with stealing. I have no. Pro- I can come to church, sing. I can. I, I can be preaching, and I'm into pornography. It, it's not a problem. It's not a problem. It's not one of the problems. So going to the warehouse to go and steal paint, it's not one of the problems of my life. It's normal. That's how I get money to to charge my phone, to buy a phone, to buy units, and so on. Now those people who are Christians and continue living in sin, they pay a price of death. Yes, you see that you'll be in jail. Something has died. Your job has died. Your relationship has died. I've seen you. I want to marry you. We are going to marry in December. But we don't have a problem having sex as we have not married. So you see that he is married here in December. We are also marrying in December, but we are more experienced than the marriage counselor who is counseling us. Now, now, what you don't know is that in December, he'll be married to his wife. I'm also married to my wife, but our marriages are different marriages because something has died in our marriage as we are there wearing our rings. I have not lived for too long. I have never seen a normal marriage before, personally. And, and I've never seen a marriage which is normal. Which before they married, they were having sex. I have never seen one. If I see one, I'll preach with it. They don't trust themselves. Because you can't trust. If I could sleep with you when I was not married to you, it means I know how to sleep with a woman I'm not married to. So now I'm married to you. But I'm not married to her. You remember what I was doing with you when you're not married? I can do it with her. I'm not married to her. So if I go to town, you are checking my phone. If I'm asleep, once I turn this way, you pick my phone to check what is going because you know what I can do. But when we were not married, if when we were not married, I said, no, I won't touch you. I'm not married to you. I won't do all these things. Then you know that, oh, this man, his style is not to touch a woman he's not married to. If you are carnal, you pay with death. Something dies in your life. Something dies in your life. Something dies in your soul. Something, I'm telling you that something will, it's not anybody who will not fight to be spiritual will fight to die. Will fight the outcomes of death. Death in your life. We can all be here. And today I have a fever. My hair. I'm not feeling well. You don't come to church next week. Then you come. And today, next day, you are not well. I'm coughing. Before you know it, we check and check. 
You have HIV. You are not normal. When God speaks, we have to listen. We have to listen. That's why tonight I'm preaching about flow in the anointing. Otherwise, otherwise you'll be a canal Christian. You can, you, you can take a picture of Romans 8.6. You can take a physical picture of the screen. And re, you, will, you, you, will, you will always remember me. That if you are not careful to be spiritual, you will pay. You will pay. You will pay a price. A person who is carnal and a person who is spiritual have different lives. I will prefer that you pay to be spiritual. I will prefer that you pay to be spiritual. That is why I've taught you the difference. You see, to flow in the anointing means... Another phrase we use for this concept is practicing the spirit. You must practice the spirit. Practice it. Practice being spiritual. Practice the presence, I should say. Practice the presence. The presence can be there, but you don't practice. It's like having, like, you are in the house with your wife. She's there with you. But you don't practice a relationship. You don't talk. You don't chat. There are marriages where the man is in one room, the woman is in another room. They don't practice. So, so, somebody can be with you, but you don't practice him. You don't practice her. The Holy Spirit can be in your life, but you don't practice him. That's why I've taught about the Holy Spirit as the wind. The Holy Spirit as a person. There are different ways you can practice. You see, I can relate with this chair as a chair. And I can also relate with this chair as a person. That is, I talk to the chair. And it will reveal the level of my mental state. Oh, chair, how are you? Have you eaten? You can tell that something is wrong. Mm-hmm. Like you make a piece of wood as an idol and you talk to it. It shows your mental condition. You take a stone and you chat with a stone. It shows your mental condition. The Holy Spirit is a person. You practice him by talking to him. You talk to the spirit. He, you also should hear. In fact, John 16, I think verse 13 or so, talks about, yes, so, but whatsoever he shall hear, he, the Holy Spirit, he hears. He hears things you don't hear because you have eaten and you are just dull. But the Holy Spirit who is with you hears things and he will speak to you. He will tell you things he has heard that you didn't hear. 
is there. Whatsoever he, he shall hear, that shall he speak. And he will show you things to come. There are things ahead. And he will tell you, no, your relationship with this girl, disgrace is coming next three months. He will tell you, these boys who are now your friends, you will be in jail in six months' time. He will tell you, these girls you are working with, you will be doing drugs very soon. Everything I'm saying, these three examples, I can give you names of church members. I can give you names of members. So she asked, you see, all of us, like I've been preaching about, because we are human beings, we are prone to sin, we are prone to temptations. You, you, you will draw near things that are not good for you. You will start doing things that are not right. But if the Holy Spirit is in you, he speaks to you. That, hey, watch out. No, this person, no, don't do this. I can give you names of people who are, I have gone to police station to meet people, my, my members. I've done many things before I'm preaching here. You don't have anyone warning you that this betting you are doing, you are soon going to be an armed robber and they'll kill you before your time. But the Holy Spirit, he will speak to you. Things to come. I said things to come. The evil to come. The blessing to come. The warnings you must know. You will never know. You will never know. All your judgment, as a human being, I'm seeing this lady. She's wearing white. Her hair part is black, part is brown. I don't understand that style. But that's what I'm seeing. But there may be far more to her than I know. That's why in Isaiah chapter 11, verse number 3, if you look at it, you see that. It says that, that see, verse 2. The spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. That he begins to list the spirit. The spirit of wisdom. All these are Holy Spiritual. Understanding. Spirit of counsel. Advice. And might. Strength. That you choose what you are strong about. Yes. I'm strong about some things. I'm not strong about certain things. Spirit of knowledge. The fear of the Lord. All these are spirits. Now. If they are operating in you, verse 3, let's go on. It, it shall make him of quick understanding. That is, ha, you will understand things quickly. That this is a good thing, I should do it. This is not a good thing. Quick understand. Many of you take three years to understand something you should have understood in one week. Quick understanding. But what I, why I read this was that, it says, and he shall not judge. After the sight of his eyes. Neither reprove. After the hearing of his ears. Matukata bayakata. Yeah. Because they are Christians. The carnal ones. They judge after what they see. She will choose a man. Based on how handsome he is. Can you believe a woman can choose a husband. Because of the tone of his voice. You won't believe it. 
The same way a man can also choose a, to marry a woman based on the size of her breast. You won't believe it. You won't believe it. Based on her skin color. Based on her legs. And when they marry, they are surprised that, ah, all this breast is in front of me. I don't know what to do with it. Because <laughs> the woman is a witch. They see a witch with big breasts. You only see the witchcraft, not the breast. I shouldn't preach. All right, then let's, let's invite our sister to come and sing. We can end the message. But, but the sisters, I'm sure you can't believe it. <laughs> that a man will choose a wife, be, not just the, the size of the breast in front of her. And women have used that to attract men like this. But the one who has the seven spirits at work in him in Isaiah 11 verse 2. He doesn't judge by the sight of the eyes. Neither does he judge by the sweetness of her voice. But, but, but in verse 4, he says that with, with verse 4. But with righteousness shall he judge, judge the poor. And reprove with equity. Can you please sit down? I feel dizzy when you stand. Learn it. Invest your time to learn about how to walk with the Holy Spirit. I've been receiving a lot of texts from people about this series. Pastors, founders of churches. Yes, about this series. Plenty. I was in a meeting yesterday. People were the, the flow in the anointing messages. Because I tell you that Without the subject, you are only going six months and you, you are out. Three weeks, you are out. Or, you will be in the church like some of you have been in the church. 30 years, 20 years, but you are a dead Christian. There's no life in you. Today, I want to introduce another way you must understand the Holy Spirit and flow with him. Yes. And that is flow With the Holy Spirit as a river. Then we'll end. Are you not in a hurry to go home? Oh, you are not? Oh, I see. As a river. So, so you should know. Like I taught you, the Holy Spirit is a person. Know him as a person. He is wind. Know him as a wind. Was it last week I was talking about the dove? He said, Dove. How, how do doves behave? You should know that this person is like a dove. He's sensitive. He's selective. He's this. He's that. So today, I'm teaching just for a few, just to introduce the Holy Spirit as a river. So the title is Flow with a River. Flow with a River. Yes, because there is a river. There's a river. Psalm 46, I think. Psalm 46. Yes, that is the psalm. So God is our refuge and strength. A very present help in trouble. Verse 2. 
Therefore, will we not fear? Though the earth be removed, and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea, will not fear. Verse 3. Though the waters thereof roar and be troubled, though the mountains shake with the swelling thereof. Selah. Verse 4 is a verse. There is a river. There is a river. The streams whereof shall make glad the city of God. The holy place of the tabernacles of the Most High. There is a river. Turn to your neighbor and say, There's a river in the church. <laughs> say, There is a river. Look at the person's eyes. Don't just talk at you. Are you quarreling with him? Yeah, so, so look into his eyes and say, There is a river. There is a river. I, I, I suspect you don't know. No, Lord, help me to preach. Say, I suspect you don't know. But there is a river. Say, are you aware there is a river? Say, by the way, you are looking nice. Your hair is nice. Your dress is nice. But are you aware there is a river? Or you only see chairs in the church? There is a river in the church. Clap your hands for the river in the church. There is a river. And the streams of that river makes glad. Yes, that's how we have our joy. Our joy is not because of the car we have or the money we have or the wife we've married or the children. Our real joy is the presence of God. Maraduna masata bakata. I was listening to Mike Medo this afternoon and he was saying that only the presence of God is supposed to give you joy. Everything else in your life has a reason why it is there. You must understand. So if your joy is from your wife, you've not understood why she's in the house. This is Bishop Edwin Ogo preaching. Stay tuned. Do you sense an urgency to pray? Is there a burden to wage war spiritually through intense intercession? Then join the online army on the Church in Your House Facebook page this and every Saturday at 4 a.m. Remember, the Facebook address is the Church in Your House with Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo. This and every Saturday dawn at 4 a.m. Every knee will bow to the power of prayer. Only the presence of God is supposed to be the source of your joy. And so you seek it. You love it. You practice it. You, you, you walk in it. You invest in it. A believer's joy should not come from his money. Should not come from me. You should you can't look at your house and you are you are joyful. You can have another feeling, but not joy. Joy is from the presence of God in your life. Yes. And the streams of that river is what makes glad the city of God. The city of God. 
So if you are here, like I can see some of you, you are not glad. <laughs> so some of you here, here. But when I walked in and there was worship, some of you were just standing there like, uh, have you remember Daniel had a dream and there was an idol? Oh, do you remember the idol? And everybody was bowing. The idol was there like that. Yeah. You look like that idol in the dream. Yes. Everybody is bowing and you are just there. To come canoe. But as you were standing there like that, some were worshiping, some were singing, some were, uh, some had a few. That's the joy, the presence of God. I pray that from today, the river, mommy, you don't seem to believe. I said, there is a river here. You are here looking for a man to marry. When we see you happy, it means you are smiling because you've seen the man around. As you have dressed your black and blue, it's because of a man you want to marry. Makutala Baba. That's why there are some people here, they don't have money, but they are joyful. Because joy doesn't come. Look, some people here whose faces are like they have drunk vinegar. They have got a lot of money because money can't give you joy. Thank God for those without beloveds, but they, they are joyful. Those without joy, but they are joyful. Jo- those without a car. You have a car. You drove your, 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 your car to church. But look at your face. Botty, like you are from Botiano. And the boy without a bicycle, he's excited in the presence. Because our joy is not from the car or aeroplane or our wife or husband. Thank God that you own an aeroplane. But there is something called the joy. The joy of the Lord is my strength. That spirit is the spirit of strength. You see, you are in the church. You are quiet. You are not excited. But tomorrow, when you are betting with your friends, you say, yourself will come. Because you are here. The river is not a river you are swimming in. When you stand, I, I, I am not able to concentrate. Ezekiel 47. Psalm 46, Ezekiel 47, verse 1. 47, verse 1. After, I don't know which version we are doing here. Yes, afterward, he brought me again onto the door. So take your time and let's all read this together because we are going to end the service soon. Let's read Psalm 46 again. Verse 4. Psalm 46. One go. Everybody, one go. There is a river. The streams whereof shall make glad the city of God. The holy place of the tabernacles of the Most High. Let's take it again. One go. No, let's say Psalm 46 verse 4. One go. Psalm 46 verse 4. There is a river, the streams whereof shall make glad the city of God, the holy place of the tabernacles of the Most High. For the last time, one go, Psalm 46, verse 4. There is a river, the streams whereof shall make glad the city of God, 
the holy place of the tabernacles of the most high once for the last time psalm 46 verse 4 there is a river the streams whereof shall make glad the city of god let's not just be here enjoying the chairs and the lights and the sisters and the brothers and the ipads and the stage and the sound lord help us to know that there is a river makata different from the chairs different from the sisters different from the brother different from the pastor different from the camera lord help us to know that there is a river let that river make us glad in jesus name amen so we switch now to ezekiel 47 and i want to beg you to consent just five verses and then we are ending five verses one go afterward he brought me again onto the door of the house and behold waters issued out from under the threshold of the house eastward for the forefront of the house stood towards the east and waters came down from under from the right side of the house at the south side of the altar i don't you don't understand it but it's talking about waters coming out waters waters from everywhere now ezekiel was being led by an angel by a person so they began that journey verse 2 then okay let's let's take new king james some of you are feeling dizzy already he brought me out by the way of the north gate and led me around on the outside to the outer gateway that faces east and there was water running out on the right side verse 3 now when the man went out to the east with a line in his hand he measured 1000 cubits and he brought me through the waters the waters came up to my ankles because there's a river again he measured 1000 and brought me through the waters the waters came up to my knees again he measured 1000 and brought me through the waters came up to my waist finally verse 5 again I can see somebody, he's sleeping. His eyes are looking sexy. He, you, a black African, you look like a Chinese man sitting in church, like a Chinese man. Black Chinese. Let's end verse 5. Again, he measured 1,000 and it was a river. It was a what? It was a what? That I could not cross for the water was too deep. Water in which one must necessarily swim. A river that could not be crossed. Please listen to this. Can I have my glasses? Let me just read some English words. Thank you, sir. Beautiful. You laugh at me. You grow. 
operating. He says, there is a lot to learn by studying the river of the spirit. Say the river of the spirit. Say there is a river. There is a river in the church. Yes. And tonight I'm teaching you about the river of the spirit. Human beings are not made to live in a river. Big one. Human beings are not made to live in a river. Fish are made to operate in a river. When a human being operates in a river, he is doing something supernatural. It's not natural. Operating in the river, therefore, speaks of operating in the supernatural. So there's a natural and there's a supernatural. If there was a physical river in this church, physical river, I would expect the fishes in this church to be interested. I ain't got no interest in no river. I'm breathing. Even if I go and swim in the river, it would just be for some, my head will be inside the water for some three seconds. I ain't no fish, baby. I ain't no fish. That is why, ladies and gentlemen, you need to understand that there is a supernatural dimension. (laughs) There is a supernatural dimension. And when you flow in the river, there are different levels. So when it began, look at verse 2. Is it verse 2? Verse 3. Look at verse 3. And when the man that had the line in his hand went forth eastward, he measured a thousand cubits. And he brought me into the waters. The waters were to the ankles. Operating at the ankle level means you have barely entered the supernatural. 99% of your life is outside the supernatural. Yes. When you are at the ankle level of the river, you may have a flash of the supernatural, but you quickly become natural again. Canal. Most of your body is outside the river. Most of your life is outside the river. Most of your decisions are outside the river. Most of your relationships are outside the river. And you are here in the temple. This means that most of your life is still outside the supernatural. It's only up to your ankles that are experiencing the supernatural. At at the ankle level, you are just a little wet. Anyone who experiences the river at ankle level can quickly go back to the land and operate in the natural again. People who are at the ankle level are mostly in the natural. They experience very brief glimpses of deep spiritual activity. So as he's there, as somebody is worshipping and weeping, he's just looking at her wondering, has someone died? 99% of his life is natural, logical, physical. Only a little, once a while, flashes. And some of you are here 
Some of you, you are not even at the ankle level. You are, you, it's just the sole of your foot which is just sitting in the water. Yes. What you don't know is that life, there's more to life than the physical things. How can you live this world, in this world? And your decisions are after the things you hear from people. What she tells me. Can you imagine? Can you believe that? Like, as I'm a pastor of this church, it's what she tells me that I use to make decisions. Hey! Thank God for what you are saying. Because in the church also, we rule by the things we hear. Oh, yes. Things happened in churches and people were reported in the Bible. People heard things and went to report to Paul, went to report to pastors in the Bible because he's a man. So I need to hear what you are saying. But I can't take decisions based on what you are saying. I also must hear from God. I also must hear from God. What if what you are telling me is a lie? I mean, I can. In the news, you hear people who come on social media and say things about people. After two weeks, they come back and say, what I was saying was not true. And you are a pastor. You are governing a church, God's house, based on what your wife tells you. Based on what your wife's sister tells you. <laughs> Based on what an angry brother is saying to you. And many of you sitting here, you are just one bag of flesh. One percent spirit. Obviously, expect death. And Ezekiel was at that level. Where the water was to his ankle. But thank God that he allowed the man to move him to verse 4. Again. Say again. Again. He measured a thousand. There are measurements. There are decisions. There are steps. And he brought me through the waters. Those who are spiritual, they allow people to hold their hands and lead them. That's what the Bible says in John 21. That when you are mature, when you are spiritual, look at it, John 21, is it? Find it if you have read your Bible. It said, you will stretch out your hand and another, another person will hold your hand and lead you where you do not want to go. That's it. New King James. I say to you, when you were young, that's when you are not matured. Can I have New Living Translation? Get that some of you don't, don't understand. You were able to do as you liked. You dressed yourself and went wherever you wanted to go. But when you are old, when you are, when you are old in the church, matured in the church, 
spiritual in the church. You will stretch your hands and others will dress you and take you where you don't want to go. There is a a journey. It is my prayer. If you are here and you are a carnal person, you are not spiritual. I'm telling that you can be spiritual. If only you will allow yourself to be. Spirituality is, is directly a result of allowing yourself to be led. Allowing. So you see in the church, those who cannot, who will not allow themselves to be led. I am my own man. There are pastors who don't allow themselves to be led. There are bishops who don't allow themselves to be led. There are sisters who don't allow themselves to be led. There are basenta leaders who don't allow themselves to be led. Such people are dangerous. They are dangerous. Don't do that. First of all, you are even showing that you are immature. Anybody who is not subject to authority in the house of God is immature. It's immature. Me, I try. I fail many times, but I try. To do what my pastor wants me to do. I fail. I fail many times. But I tr- it's, on my, it's on my heart. My, my, my joy is to see myself doing something my pastor wants me to do. He holds my hand. I said he holds my hand. But if you are in the church talking to wicked people. Having discussions about the pastor. Obviously, if you want to see him. Ah, no more, no more. Our man has come. Our man has come. Yeah. If you want to be spiritual, those who want to flow in the river, somebody has to lead you. Somebody has to lead you. And if nobody leads you, you pay a price. There's a hope. When I finish verse 5, I'm going to verse 6. Next week or next two weeks, down, down, down. You see that that, that there is a world. There is a world you will never experience by just attending church and going back. No spiritual life. No, 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 no prayer. No Bible study. No relationship with the Holy Spirit. You say you are in the church. We are all members. We all pay tithes. But you see that I am in a different sphere from you. So he took him again. Verse 4. Ezekiel 47 verse 4. He measured a thousand. And, and he brought me. Say somebody must bring me. Say somebody must bring me. Why do you think God anoints and appoints teachers? And pastors? And apostles? And prophets? And evangelists? And leaders? And deacons? He anoints us so that we can lead the people. He brought me. Can you ask her, who is bringing you to a place? Who is leading you? When was the last time you obeyed an instruction in that? Can you ask your neighbor? When was the last time you obeyed an instruction? When was the last time? When was the last time you did something? And you see, you see, you see, you see, that's why I have linked Ezekiel 47, verse 4 to John 21, verse 8, because where they will take you is where you don't want to go. Always. The place of your spirituality, I can I, I don't, in fact, there are some things I can't say in the microphone. I have become spiritual by, by allowing my pastor to take me where I didn't want to go. 
to make me do things I didn't want to do. That's why God anoints pastors. So if you are in the church doing what you want to do, you are out. Only those who allow themselves to be led to do things they don't want to do. Who wants to pray? Really? I mean, mommy, if there's Facebook, why do you want to pray? If there are movies, why, do you, why should you be sitting there? I mean, how does it help you? When there's a Chinese movie, shh, 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 shh. why? Now, you yourself, why should I be reading Nahum? Ezekiel. Many of you, this Ezekiel is your sleeping tablet. If you can't sleep, then you read Ezekiel to sleep. (laughs) Why should you read Ezekiel when there's Instagram? When there is TikTok? When there are video reels on Facebook? Why should you read? Why should you read Zechariah? How does it, I mean, Zechariah, and so, I mean, why? Explain to me why I should read Zechariah. <laughs> so you are in the church, bound for hell, bound for destruction. Anything Satan plans, he's able to get you to do it. Anything your enemies plan, you fall into it because you are a carnal person living your life by just physical, fleshly reflexes and instincts. You see after your eyes, you hear with your ear, you judge by the things you see and hear. Number two, you can walk in the river of the anointing at the knee level. He measured a thousand and brought me through the waters. And the waters were to the knees. I'm ending with this today. We shall continue. Operating at the knee level means you have gone a little deeper. Turn to the man and say, go deep. Yes, go deep. When do we hear this word, go deep? It's when somebody is prophesying to you. They say, go deep. Shall come. Go deep. I see, I see somebody, somebody's bank account. Somebody's bank account. Is, is, that, is that a better in the church? I see your bank account and I see that somebody is typing some numbers. Yes, somebody is typing. I say, OD, OD, and come. I see some, some, some amount of money is being added. Ah, no, no, no. It was three digits. Now it's four digits. Hey, it's become five digits. It's six digits. I, I just see something like, is it, is it, is it a Benz? A Benz. And I see a, a, ah. Is there anybody here called Sewa? 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 Receive your Benz. And the Benz, and as, as I'm speaking, I say, go deep. Go deep. I should wait on God to go deep and prophesy to your carnal flesh. You too, go deep in the spirit. You will see more than a prophet will tell you. Tell your neighbor, go deep. Operating at the knee level means that you have gone a little deeper into the supernatural. But 75% of your life is still outside the supernatural. When you are a minister at the level of the knee, 75% of your ministry is in the natural. You may operate mostly in the logical 
and natural and the ordinary. Don't live your life after logic. In real life, one plus one is not two. It's in our math books. That seven plus four is what? Fifteen. Seven plus four is what? Eighteen. Eleven. Seven plus four is eleven. It's only in the math book. In real life, in real life, there's nothing straightforward. That's why you know that the people who don't go to church, they are wearing beads around their waist. Men with beads. They're in shrines. You see, they don't go to church. They're not born again. They are drinking whiskey. But the, the, the handkerchief he's using is from somewhere. You are the fool. I said, you are the fool. If you, <laughs> you, you won't go to the shrine and you are in the church and you won't go deep. So all your decisions, your friends, you are at an interview. Before you go into the interview, you are sitting there watching pornography. And the, the brother sitting by you, he doesn't go to church. He's just there. I'm going to 20, I'm going to 40, I'm going to 20. I'm going to 20. By the time he enters, he, by the time he enters, some dwarfs have already entered the place and made the main person going to fail him fall asleep in the interview. As is there reciting Gamalin 20. Because everybody will use the supernatural. Everybody. Our supernatural is the Holy Spirit. Go deep. Tell your neighbor, go deep. Go deep. Clap your hands for Jesus. Please sit down. I'm ending. You make me feel dizzy. At this level, you will lack the supernatural river of the Holy Spirit in most areas of your life and ministry. The Holy Spirit could have been involved in your administration, your finances, your church services, your business. We can have a church service. It's just one canal event. No flow of the Spirit. Yes. The worship leaders will come and just sing songs they have rehearsed. Yes. If the Holy Spirit whispers another song. Because, because, some also who are canal will not allow themselves to be, to be even be guided by rehearsals. You just be there. Whatever comes into, into her, her head. That she can stand there and just say, just lift up her two hands and let's worship the Lord. Killing me softly with this. Hey! Dancing stars. They are dancing. Like you can see that. It's just canal. Canal dancing. The girls are shaking their things at the church. The choir is singing. Canal. They are advertising themselves. Everywhere she shouldn't raise a hand. She's raising her hand to show that she's not married. She's not married. You may think she's worshiping, but she's saying, I'm available. Because she has polished her face. She has bleed her neck and her face. The neck and face are orange. And the arms are black. Like a crab. A crab. Lift your two hands and ask the Lord to make you spiritual. Spiritual. It's dangerous. Evil spirits are coming for you. Yes. 
Makuta kataba. Rababa. People you people you meet who are not spiritual, they do only things spiritual things. 25%. Yes, some of you sitting here. It's only in the church service that you are spiritual. From here, from here, from here. Even as we are going down to the junction, the girl you are with, you will not hold her hand. Your hand is on her buttocks as you are moving. And the girl too is <laughs> dark. I'm preaching. The, 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 the knee level Christians is only in the church service. It's just the pastor is preaching. Preach, pastor. Yes. But when the service ends, you see the buses are going, but she's standing in front of the church. Oh, Emma, won't you go? I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for my sister. So I'm waiting for her sister. A man is coming to pick her. Yeah, men with cars have come to pick girls sitting here in the choir, in the whatever. I said, airport stars. That's a man, the girl in the airport stars. A man picks her from the, from the, from the, from the gate. He brought you. He must come for you. And of course, he's not taking you to your mother's house. So you see that your life is just a little spiritual. But as we are going to go on next week, you will see that there's not much in this type of knee and ankle. There's not much. Look, the river, the river, the river. You know, I feel we should just stand to our feet and end the service from verse 6. Let's just look at what is ahead of us. Look at verse 6. And he said to the son of man, New King James, son of man, have you seen this? Have you seen this? It means that you can be around and you've not seen something. So he brought me and returned me to the bank of the river. <laughs> Where we all started, we all come from our houses, from the bank. We all arrive. And make our journey into the church. So he took him. When he finished everything. Then he took him back. Look at what he saw. Verse 7. When I returned. There. Along the bank of the river. What? But these things were not here. Were very many trees on one side. Trees? I didn't see trees. One side and the other. Verse 8. He said to me. This water flows over the eastern region. Goes down to the valley and enters the sea. When it reaches the sea, its waters are healed. Verse, verse 9. And it shall be that every living thing that moves, whether, wherever the rivers go, will live. There will be a very great multitude of fish. Fish? I didn't see fish. Because these waters go there. May you be in the waters that are going somewhere. May you swim in the waters that are going somewhere. Amen. Because these waters go there. For they will be healed and everything will live wherever the river goes. It shall be that the fishermen will stand by it. From Engedi to Engedi. There will be places for spreading their nets. The fish will be of the same kind as the fish of the great sea. Exceeding many. Exceedingly many. But its swamps and marshes will not be healed. They will be given over to salt. Yes. All these are prophecies. And along the bank of the river, on this side and on that, will grow all kinds of trees. 
use for food. Leaves will not wither. Their fruits will not fail. They will bear fruit every month. As you are chasing prophets to pour oil on you, we are here just being spiritual. You see that you go and go. You come back with it. But we are here eating from trees. They will bear fruit every month because their waters flow from the sanctuary. Their fruits will be for food and their leaves for medicines. Healings, fulfillment, satisfaction, fishes, trees. My dear friend, there is an experience you have not experienced. There is something you've not seen. Those who come to church and go never see why God brought us here. What didn't bring you here to just sit by somebody, listen to a message and go back home? There is some gladness in the church and it's from the depth of the river. Those who swim in it, they are glad. I pray that your depression leaves you. I pray that your depression leaves you. Lift your hands and ask the Lord to take you from 25% to 50%. Next week we are doing 75% and 100%. Supernatural. Yes. I said supernatural. Supernatural. I said supernatural. Oh yes. Lift your hands and pray. Father, deliver me from carnal Christianity. Unspirituality. Oh yes. Deliver me. Deliver me from my life. A life that is canal, a life that doesn't have the spirit. Oh, deliver me. Canal mindedness. Canal mindedness. Lift your two hands and ask the Lord. Lord, let your spirit fall upon me. Let your spirit fall upon me. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Fill me now. Fill me now. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Fill me now. Fill me now. I want to know you. Jesus. You said you are going. And you will send us the Spirit. He speaks to me. He walks with me. Oh, yes. And the river makes me glad. The river makes me glad. I have no money, but I have joy. I am not married. Yes. But I have joy. Yes. I have no car, ah, but I have joy. I have joy. Hey. Because joy yes. is different from happiness, which depends on happiness. Lift your hands. Holy Spirit, lift your hands, everyone. Make me more spiritual. Yes, yes, make me more More supernatural. Yes, move me, Lord. Oh, yes, move me, Lord. From this 25% spiritual, move me, move me. Yes, Lord. I want to know you. Yes, I want to know you. you. Yes, Lord. I want to experience you. Yes, and experience. I want to feel you. Yes, I want to love you. I want to be close to you. Malabos, Shamilabos, Lembrebeka, Talaba, Talaba, Sandoshka, Rinini Masa. Thank you, Father. Oh, yes, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. More of you. Spirit, draw me. Yes. Draw me closer. Draw me closer. Draw me into you. Ah. Bring me near you. Yes. Yes. Yes, Lord. Oh. Mm. Yes. 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 Oh, yes. Oh. Draw me near. Ah. Draw me It's expensive to be canal. Oh, yes. You wait till you start paying. Oh, yes. 
the screen now. I'm dying a law. as we end the service I don't know your state but I believe there's someone here who wants to say pastor I've gone my own way I'm living my own life I'm living in sin I'm just on my own I've not heard it like this before that there's another life there are experiences I can have ah Pastor, pray for me. I want to give my life to Jesus Christ today. I don't know where you are. But as every head is bowed, if you want to give your life to Jesus Christ, just lift your hand above your head. I'll pray with you. It's a call. Yes, lift your hand high. God is calling you. I see your hand. I see your hand. Lift it high. Pastor, please pray for me. Please pray for me. Please lead me in a prayer to give my life to Jesus. And if your hand is up, I want you to come to me in front here. Come, I'm going to pray for you here. Come. Come to the front. Yes. If you want to join him, you can come. And say this prayer after me. Say, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. 
I realize I am a sinner. I realize I'm a sinner. I realize I am far from God. I realize I'm far from God. I am dirty. I am dirty. I've done many wrong things. I've done many wrong things. Please wash me with the blood of Jesus. Please wash me with the blood of Jesus. Oh God. Oh God. I surrender my life. I surrender my life to Jesus Christ. To Jesus Christ. Your only begotten son. Your only begotten son. Today. Today. Please cleanse me. Please cleanse me and wash me and wash me. Deliver me from evil. Deliver me from evil and let me be your child and let me be your child. I thank you Lord. I thank you Lord in Jesus name. In Jesus name. I am born again. I am born again. I am born again. I am born again. In Jesus name. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Clap your hands for him. Hallelujah. What's your name? Richmond. Nice name. Is it your first time? You've been coming. Very good. I want you to see our pastor standing there. Yes. He's going to pray with you. He's going to talk to you. He's actually going to be your friend and help you to grow in Christ. So let's go. Let's go. Clap your hands. Oh, clap your hands. Keep clapping your hands. God bless you. Stand to your feet. Let's take our communion as we close. Take your communion. Jesus took bread on the last day of the feast. And he said, this is my body which was broken for you. Lift your bread and say, as I eat this, I'm receiving healing. It's my daily bread. I will continue to eat this bread. For life. For strength. For healing. To experience the power that was in the body. To experience the power that was in the body. The body of Christ. The body of Christ. Let's eat it. Lift your cup. The blood of Christ. The blood of Christ. It's, it washes sickness, washes my sins, purges my life, gives me joy. The blood of Christ. Father, bless us as we live. Let us experience your goodness. Let healing flow like a river. Amen. Let deliverance flow like a river. Amen. Let blessings flow like a river. Amen. Cost us to see good days. Oh, yes. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you. We trust that you have been mightily blessed and affected by the word of God preached by Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo. Do join one of our lovely services from the Mackinac Cathedral near Valley View University, OUB, Accra, this and every weekend 
at 7.30 p.m. on Saturdays, as well as 7.30 a.m. and 12 noon on Sundays. Connect with Bishop Edwin Morgan Ago on Facebook Live, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and on your favorite podcast app. Thank you for joining us. God bless you.